Hello, I'm Olivia. And I'm Nina. And this is Apocalypse Wow. Wow. Today, I heard we're going on a road trip. We are going on a road trip today. We are taking the I-90. Is that what people take? The I-86? The I-80? Something like that. But we're going across America today. Are we going to bring pork rinds? pork rinds yeah i think that's a good road trip snack you've had them before yeah i bought them when i went on the only road trip i've ever been on um ohio to new orleans baby that's a fun road trip yeah all road trips are fun for me because i don't know how to drive right so i just get to hang out i like olivia did not know how to drive for many many years of my life we're not gay we're just from new york in new york (laughs) whoa whoa that was a crazy turn that we just did I'm, we're in a car. We're, on a road we're in a car. I'm doing beep, like a, beep, beep. a real life experience mm-hmm. thing. All right. So you have to be 18 in New York to get your license. Only a nerd would still be interested in driving at 18 in New York. You grow up, you get interested in other things. And then you go to school in Ohio and you should get your license then. Yeah. But we don't. And then you move to Philly and you get your license. And you know what? It's been sad because driving sucks. It puts people on death's door mm-hmm. at every fucking mundane moment of your life. Like, it's so sad to imagine just, like, dying on the way to the grocery store. Dying on the way to pick up your laundry. Like, <laughs> pick up your laundry. Yeah, like, you do that. I know. No, I do. <laughs> well, if you had a car, it would be a whole different situation. You know, You'd maybe a I'd different be, woman. You'd yeah, exactly. Laundry, I'd be super wealthy. Instacart your groceries. Um, well, no, because I'd have a car. Yeah, so. but, but it would just change your mm-hmm. your your frame of mind my thing against having a car is like i don't really like to own anything in general that's right so it's like if i'm gonna have the most expensive object i own i'm just gonna put it on the street that feels really stressful well if you were of the money mindset you would have like a indoor garage in my house yeah when i was you know when i was a young a young tyke of 19 i used to say every summer I would learn how to drive because my mom mm. would always want me to learn how to drive because I can't. I don't know how to swim either. Um, here's some hot tips for anyone who wants to I'm try and kill me. I'm actually also a weak swimmer. Um, That's interesting. Yeah, we're really yeah. killable, I think. Yeah, New York will do that to me. <laughs> yeah. And now we're... But we have the... street smarts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think we would drown. But if I had to no, be yeah, in the water could, for an extended period of time. I don't No, but not for it. hours. Not for hours. I couldn't. I would definitely drown. That's my car dreams. My car nightmares are. Mm. It's never that I'm. When I'm driving in my dreams, I do an awesome job. I'm like, you know, skirt, skirt. I'm going really yeah. fast because I don't know what it would be like to go regular. I only know from like <laughs> arcade games. Yeah. But usually my car nightmares are that I'm passenger side. Someone else takes us off the cliff yeah. into the water. So then it's a combo of my two weaknesses because then I am. I'm not driving and I'm drowning in the water. I always think there's a moment of clarity where I'm like, oh, this is it. This is where my story ends. And then I die. And it's good because it reminds me that I I would rather not die. Life is precious. Yeah, life is precious. But spend it in a car if you want to. The pop of the apocalypse. So today, in the theme of apocalypses and wowses, wowsy wooses. <laughs> Perfect. Mm-hmm, that's right. Apocalypse. Um, Apocalypse and wowing you. 
Sure. So the latest trend in the apocalypse of the 21st century. Sure. Really, I think, I mean, it's, it yeah, was a it's little not bit a of new a twi- trend. No, I, I'm, but I'm okay. playing this as a 21st century trend. It's the housing crisis. It's, it's the housing crisis specifically. Uh-huh. Not that it's neoliberalism. Not that housing was never an issue. You know, I understand Mary, Mother Mary, lived in a, a cave, a cave of some type. I don't think that's true either. No, I think that's was, true. Was, At the end of her life, she lived in a cave. She grew her hair out really long. Mary? Mary, of, Mother Mary. Of Jesus? Mary, of Mary Jesus, Mother, Mother of Jesus? Of Jesus. The virgin herself. Cave. Look it up. So I thought she lived Jews on a, a farm. Actually, she. I think she. She Wait, obviously do not did. Need to look this up. You know, Mary was homeless. We yeah. understand. <laughs> it's a classical thing. Back in the day, at mm. least in America, since the 1900s, sure. housing's an issue. What I will say, what I will acknowledge, is people's standard of living was worse. Um, you know, people are living Great tenement style. And such, yeah. You know, they're like a hundred people a house. No nineteen-year-olds getting their own house. But it's this weird mix of like standards changing, where like an eighteen-year-old is like legally emancipated and expected to be on their own. In America, it's just not the culture to live with your family versus in other places. Mm-hmm. You totally live with your family till you're like a hundred and like ha- you, yeah, yeah. Well, everywhere. No, like yeah, literally South every America. country. Yeah. No, yeah, okay, every, every, everywhere. Okay, okay. Either way. But America's different because yeah. we're stronger than that. We're pulling yeah. ourselves up by our bootstraps. That being said... Out from the mines into the vans. That I think... I mean, I want to say that plays a big role in it. The mines? No, not the mines. Just the, the like, young, the youth sort of wasting all their money on rent. But, like, back in the day, also, like, when you were super-duper poor, it was less about surviving in the outdoors and more about, like, starving to death. Versus, sure. in, but, you know, you had your little hut or whatever. Now, yeah, it's, like, you have food. you can make popsicles food. out of snow, like the uh, little house on the Yeah, Mary. or you eat your boot, like Charlie Chaplin. Mm-hmm. I feel a like famous that was, homeless yeah. icon, Charlie Chaplin. Well, was he homeless though? No, he was exactly. just a, he was a scrappy vagabond. Exactly, scrappy vagabonds still had homes. Now they don't. Okay. I mean, well, let's get into the the now times. The now times. So people are living in their vans. Everyone is living on the road. You are not, I guess, trendy slash just of the times if you're not on the road, perma style. Mm-hmm. And this will go from the bottom of the barrel all the way towards living nicer than we do in our stupid little silly non-mobile houses. Right. But in this essay, I will tell you about why... It is not optimal to live on the road. First of all, homelessness, biggest fear, always. Classic who would not want to have? Middle class white woman who would plagued not, by a fear of being on the street. You, you know, but it's our has, nature it's to true. nest. It's our nature to nest. I, sure, I'm not contesting the fact that it's mm. good to have a house. Um, I also we were agreeing on yeah. our fear of falling in the subways. I never was worried about being homeless because I'm just not neurotic in the way that you are but i was very class conscious as a child so again yeah middle class conscious Mm. (laughs) housing's one portion the other portion is fucking driving it's horrible all you want to do when you get home is sit on the couch and chill and like not be stressed out anymore and the idea of being in your home and not being in a safe place and in a place where any outsiders can come and bother you and will bother you. The cops will harass you when you're sleeping. You know, unless you're parked in Walmart, which is so weird. Walmart's like the one place you can park in America. It's like a literal 
social safety, safety net. Yeah. It's crazy. If Walmart didn't let people They're sleep in the parking lot, all the migrants from Martha's Vineyard to Walmart. Don't joke about it. You're literally right. <laughs> Either way, there's Walmart parking lot, but besides that, you're driving around, and you know, cops will knock on your window. Hey, you can't sleep here. Also. You like to have a little glass of wine at the end of the night. You like to have a beer. You like to smoke a little weed. Well, if you live in your car, that's really fucking dangerous because a cop's going to come knocking on your door. All of a sudden, you got a DUI. You're not even driving. This is your home. You just live here. Doesn't matter. Yeah. So many parts about it that I can't understand that I think we should maybe like get out of the way in the beginning because okay. it's just going to like color our thoughts. Because like I, I get why people would like it. Sometimes I see mm-hmm. on TikTok people being like, oh, I was working my nine to five before I realized that I could just do this. And I'm like, oh, shit, maybe that would be nice. Like it would be simple to have like you know fulfillment and a purpose that is like you know you don't really need to rely on anyone else to have that that would be nice and then and it looks pretty you know I'm not anti-nature but I am I don't want to live lightly anti-nature for extended periods of time um for me I feel like we've talked about this we're just both like kind of neurotic freaks Mm -hmm. uh aka jewish in the way that like we don't really like i feel like we've like i don't i do like traveling but oh i hate traveling i don't really like being on vacation no i hate vacation i hate traveling (laughs) it really it's like it's an issue in my life but i just i don't get it it's why would i want to break my routine for fun that seems horrible like i do i like going to different places i I feel like i'm pretty well traveled but like most of it I mean this has been a realization that I've had in general I feel like most experiences that I have I'm just waiting for them to be over yeah and that's definitely the case with traveling it's like I'm like oh this is gonna be so fun to tell people about later (laughs) like I cannot wait to be home so then I can think about this and how awesome it was in my memory that I've made up so then to just like be doing that all the time just have this constant feeling of homesickness that will just like never end i mean it's yeah it's literally being homelessness and it's crazy that people like it's a perpetual act like it's not but it's because interesting. they have like cool like tinted wood or whatever it can your be camper van like, it can be more than tinted wood i want to get into it because yeah. it is there are some sweet digs and people scoop them out but and, but then it's also like you're always working then too and like if your right. one respite is doing renovations like that fucking sucks too i just like there's a lot and and i'll say it and now i'll i'll, I'll, I'll push it away because i want to be objective i want to mm-hmm. just be learning and growing and i think the fact that we're just both like badly socialized city kids who are afraid of nature and can't drive (laughs) is not you know that doesn't speak to the larger american you know westward pull or whatever that a lot of people are experiencing so i want to push it out but i will say one last thing (laughs) is that i went camping (laughs) have i told you about my camping story no do tell oh my god i went camping it was just terrible to like hang out with someone this was a camping trip where it was like early relationship and someone who just like deeply loved it and it was new year's and new year's eve which is like that's a that's big intense, one yeah that's a big one and then we go there we have our shit whatever nine o'clock he's like all right it's hiker midnight what to bed to bed because there's no electricity oh i thought he was going on a hike at nine o'clock no was he was like, sent to bed at nine o'clock okay and i can get down with that no i didn't like it the next night we fell asleep at six because <gasps> there was just no shit else to do. And then it was just the two of you. Yeah. 
we didn't talk about anything. And then, uh, and then we left a day early. Damn. I don't like doing chores. I don't really like hiking that much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't like being, I, I just, yeah, I'm not one for the elements. I would love to understand that more, but it is just really makes me feel like I'm like, yeah, in a fucking Saw movie. Like, not even because of the actual danger, but just, like, being alone with someone and your own thoughts without electricity is enough to to ruin anyone. Well, there's electricity in van life. But yeah, the okay. couple dynamic of van life, and especially, or homeless in your car, but kind of, like, nomad lifestyle is a really interesting intersection. I think it's important that we outline the hierarchy Please. of van lifers and then I want to get into some more of the issues that I see with this and why this fucking sucks and I also have quite a few TikTok (laughs) testimonies we might not include all of them but because one thing I want to say it's like what makes it relevant that I feel like while these issues have existed and this kind of like impulses have existed for a while it's taken to new heights because van life and like nomad life are highly internetized and documented Mm. on the internet and a lot of these people get like their funding and their ability to do that because maybe well you'll tell me about this but from what i've heard it is not cheap you know there's this like idea that it's cheaper than having a house in some cases it's not to be in like a souped up van um, especially with the gas prices as it is. And just living in your car. It's expensive not to yeah. have a home base. It's ex- it's expensive to be poor, basically. But so a lot of people are able to do that now because they're documenting all of it and, like, getting ad deals, getting monetization from that. So that creates this, like, influx of we're seeing it more, we're seeing people talking about how great it is, and I'm sure a lot of people who are, like, not really qualified to be living like this are seeing that and being like Mm -hmm. oh fuck yeah i hate my stupid job my house sucks let me just do that so i do think there's like an increase in that because of the internet well yeah and i mean it is a profession it's a profession to be a professional influencer nobody wants to watch your stupid life going to your regular job at Mm -hmm. dairy queen like you may as well just like sort of rely on views and stuff and you can go and do like you know it's their job for a lot of them and for some people it pays and for some people it's not sustainable yeah either way back to the hierarchy Hierarchy. so because we we got a lot to go through over here we got a lot to go through and it's a good one so at the top we'll start with the best these are camper okay, so girlies. The best in terms of like they have the best situation. Yeah, this is not what I would want. Again, I'll <laughs> let you know which tier I would choose, oh, but okay. um, and I'll ask you which tier you would choose. But we're starting at the tip of the triangle, the peak of the triangle. This is sure. the least common van lifers, okay, the ones who arguably and unfairly so make the most money off of social media because obviously, a lot of people who are influencers these days, like of course they already have money going in so that they can sort of have these extravagant videos to begin with. And so the people who have the most awesome van life experiences are the ones with really high-pass vans. So we're talking, like, kitchens. I've seen one with a full-on gas burner stove in there. Mm -hmm. Having a kitchen, having a sink, having running water, having a shower, and having a toilet. That is what crazy. I don't think I've ever seen that. I have. I think I have a shower saved for you on my TikTok saved. And that's Um, what I'm saying. Yeah, like it's expensive to be homeless in that way because those rentals cost like upwards of 
80,000. They talk least. about it. They talk about it. So here, um, I have two videos that I want you to watch, and they're about the cost of these people's oh, very sweet. beautiful, um, very beautiful aesthetic vans that are really mini houses. I will say these are yeah, mini these houses. Are mini, okay. Mini homes. So just to give you a little context, this is homes, Abigail Martin. She's got 97. 974.6k followers. Okay. 974,000 followers. So she's almost at a mil. She's only been doing this for two years and she's 21 and she is accepting business inquiries. You can email her at izzy at smallscreenmarketing.com. It's weird because her name is Abigail. Either way. Oh, that's her her manager. She's a real homeless girl that she's a manager. So she posts this like pseudo video where it's like this woman lives rent free in San Diego, but it's like her oh, channel. Oh shit, it's her. I saw this. Yeah. I saw that. Okay. Yeah. Hey, excuse me. Huh? Hey, how much do you pay for rent in San Diego? I actually don't pay rent. Wait, really? Where do you live? I live down the road. Do you want to just come see? Yeah, that'd be sweet. Let's okay, check it yeah, out. Let's go. So how long have you lived here? Um, I stay here for a few months out of every year, so seasonally. But I've been here for a few weeks. So, this is my home. Wait, the van? You live out of that? Yeah, yeah, come inside. Wow. And it's just a sprinter van. Yeah, it's not a camper. And they already are reeling you in, where it's like, she doesn't pay rent. So, we'll start in the kitchen. Um, I have a little flip-up countertop right here for prepping meals, and then I have a three-burner stove top to cook, and a propane oven, which I love. Very I also cool. have a very deep sink and a cutting board that just comes out and hides all my dirty dishes which is very useful for when guests come over. I have a sink that detaches here. I can also put this outside if I need to rinse anything off there. I have an espresso machine, which I really like, and then a UV water filter, which is really nice for going anywhere because water is not always the easiest thing to find. Amazing. I also have clothes storage up here in my upper cabinets and then a full-size bed with windows everywhere. About it. Thanks so much for the tour. Where are you yeah. off to next? Um, I think we're gonna head to Colorado just because it's getting a little warm here in San Diego. So we try to follow the weather and Colorado looks really nice right now. So we'll probably go do some hiking and some climbing. Awesome, have so much fun. Thanks, yeah, thanks for, thanks for checking out my home. Okay, so the total of her build, and this is a girl who is living in a very beautiful van, very much mm-hmm. giving like high-scale Ikea. She has a sink, yeah, she has a stove. Light wash wood. Yeah, she has UV filtered water, so whatever. A queen-size bed, full-size. Yeah, size. yeah, and it's, but it, you know, it is a sprinter van at the end of the day, which comes with, you know... It's a sprinter van. But either way, it was like... Espresso machine? I think just over $60,000, which isn't okay, crazy. Okay, not terrible. I mean, not terrible, but again, it's like for something that most people do because they no longer can pay for housing. But that's what I'm saying. I think this tier, I feel is like you a different, agree. Yes. Yeah, this, this top of the triangle are not in that category. It's They're doing it because yeah. they could afford to live somewhere else and they would rather travel, whatever. But this lady also, again, she's not traveling. She's She stays on that area of, was it San Diego? Yeah, it was San Diego. But my, my interpretation from that was that she is here for a few months of the year and then is traveling the rest of it in the van. I'm not sure. I'm not sure because I know a lot of van life, like professional van life, people of this tier tend to split up the year. It's really, really, even in that level of comfort, it's hard to van life just throughout the year. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people will spend like a a couple weeks, they'll, they'll go and visit friends and family and, you know, the more connections and network and just loving family that you have, the easier it is to do that. 
Mm-hmm. So it's like money and connections go a long way. Well, yeah, and she wasn't in a camping site or anything. She was no. like on a city, which is like houseboat style. Yeah, you know? I mean, just... but people are like walking by. I saw one where a lady was like, had a, again another woman of this tier, and she had a she was, she had a toilet in there, and she's like, "How wonderful is it? I get to take a shit, and I'm looking at the most beautiful view." And I'm like, "All I see is that you are taking a shit." And there are two huge fucking windows right in front of you. Like, they go both ways, lady. Like, you can't walk around with, full, like, reflective mirrors in a van. Like, that's not allowed. So, either way. So, that's the That's the high tier. tier. So, I would say the, the hallmarks of this tier, well-to-do mm-hmm. driver. Yep. Showered. This is, this is by choice. This is for a career, most likely. This is, like, an influencer. They have got, likely, they've got water. They've got a cooking setup. They've got a toilet for sure. It may not flush. It might just be compost, but they've got a toilet. They're not like going out, you know, to Planet Fitness to pee and poop. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've also got, you know, a nice organized setup. It's not cluttered. They're not, there tends not to be animals. Sometimes they will have a dog in this tier, but I feel like they tend not to have animals in this tier. Sometimes if they are a couple, they may have a child in this tier. Mm-hmm. They may have one dog healthy sorts. dog in this tier. Yeah. But it will be a mid to large dog and it will be in good oh, health. I love this dog analysis. Mm-hmm. It's it's this I've been watching a lot of van life content recently. So this is what I'm going to say. Now when you get down to mid tier, which I'll talk about next, um you may have a smaller dog. Okay. So it, should we should we take it to mid tier? Mid tier, you start to get the small dogs. You start to get <laughs> animals with issues. You definitely get. You well, will get cats about, in this situation. Oh, I've never seen a van. Cat. Oh, oh, I have many van cat content wow. for you. What's interesting about van cats is they either love it or they hate it. <laughs> it seems to be that some cats thrive and some cats don't thrive. It actually, I have seen cats in the high tier. I have seen mm. someone with two cats in the high tier. And the cats enjoy it. I've seen somebody in the mid to low tier. The cat is not happy. She's not happy. Here's a major thing to consider with any van. When you leave that shit locked and you go someplace else for the day, it will get super duper hot inside. Yeah. So you can't leave your pet in there. No fish allowed. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. your cat will die. So then you have to be with a dog. It's a little more feasible. Yeah. The with a cat, cat it's very strange. challenging. But yeah, I feel like home, the top tier also, it's like you have network community that aren't necessarily also van lifers. Yes. Like you have, you have inside friends. You have inside family community. Yes. You don't necessarily have to go inside all the time, but you're connected and you could if you wanted to. That's a very good point. Mid-tier is interesting. I didn't even realize this was a thought behind people's minds, but there is, like, a social element, allegedly, or, like, portrayed in social media where it's, like, you have these traveling friends and you meet up with different people and you camp together or whatever. And I saw one account of a woman sort of in a mid-tier situation. Like, she had a little bit of money. She sunk it into this. Um, A mid-tier van likely does. It's not going to have a, you know, a kitchen set up. It might have a compost toilet. it's still a little souped up. Yeah, you've got a full bed. You're not sleeping on a chair. You've got a full bed. You have some sort of storage solution. You've got some storage solution. Yeah, it's a little messy maybe, Mm -hmm. but, you know, you're fine. But you're not, like, eating organic. You're not... um, cooking in your house it's not a house it's a van you're camping it's a van and then yeah and so I'm sure like the areas that you go to are different too you're like on campsites and stuff maybe 
No, no, I have not you're seen. Still in well, the city? some people, it's the city, but it seems like you're parking where you can park, and you're sort of traveling through. Especially in mid tier, it seems to be, mid to low tier tends to put more of an emphasis on traveling. At the top, there is travel, but it's more like destination travel, yeah. like the Grand Canyon. You're doing it for shots, and then you go back to your place. Mid to low tier, they really like the nomad, hashtag nomad life mm-hmm. style. Always on the move. Yeah, and so pa- that's part of it, is to always be traveling, and you can't always get a beautiful destination campsite. Sometimes it seems like they just park in random parking lots mm-hmm. a lot of the time. And I bet yeah. they park in Walmart more than they'd like to say. Save money, live better, Walmart. And, and they then don't feel those that guys, they have, yeah, they have the network, but it's all people like them. It's all other. I mean, they might. They probably have, have some like a mom and a dad friends, and a cousin or something. But they're not using that from what I've seen. Like they're traveling from spot to spot. They're really like hyped up because these, since they're more well to do, they might be more new to this lifestyle. Yeah, they're really hyped up on like, yeah, I chose this and it's so much better than my old life. So much better than like yeah. working as a paralegal. Now I have all my friends who like are all stinky together. Yeah, and we get to just like hang out and trade beans or whatever yeah and we don't have to like follow like all these societal norms which i totally get totally empathetic to that like i understand it fucking sucks but there's a reason people do it and it's because they really got you by the balls here in this in this so-called society either way mid to low tier i'll also say the higher end of the low tier which is not the lowest tier (laughs) the higher end of the low tier tends to have like some family member whether it be grandma mom whoever who lets them stay for like a month at a time to break it up because it just the psychological terror that it will take on somebody to be you cannot put your guard down really because there can be a cop knocking on your door at any second or worse i mean what's worse than a cop i guess Um, i don't know a cop off duty (laughs) who's just there with his axe I know. I'm like, I can't imagine not to be gross, but like this, it's extremely, <laughs> the stomach issues that these people have, like just because you're eating like shit, mm-hmm. you're on the move constantly, you can only shit and like fear of people watching, like you just must be constantly like out of whack. You're just like, I just feel like your stomach is hurting all the time it is and in the mid to low tier again you don't have a bathroom set up so it's really unfortunate so these are people who clutch to planet fitness generally there's okay wait, so now we're in the low because mid you said they had toilets mid they will at the high ends of mid they'll have toilets at the low ends they won't okay um and this is also shitty and gendered because if you're a guy you're peeing in bottles it's a little mm-hmm. easier women you got like i guess a bucket i don't know what they do <laughs> also really interesting the cats they have litter boxes and Either way. Yeah, no, that's what I was thinking. It must be It's very difficult. If you have a high-tier van, I think it's less bad, but it's still a very small space, and I would not want to do it. Let's bring this down to low. So low-tier. So low-tier is just a regular-ass van. Oh, I guess there's lower and then lowest. Mm -hmm. I kind of skewed this. It gets bad fast. So low-tier is just a regular van. You're just you're not just in a van, up, just not souped up. Yeah, I guess I was sort of getting confused with low and lower tier before when I was talking about some of that. But but low tier, it's just a regular van, and you've got a bed in it or whatever, and you're living in your van. Again, these people tend to have animals. Those things get hot really quick. It's just a van. You don't have any kitchen supplies. You're eating a lot of like those. It's like tuna that you get in. It's like a bag. 
Uh, and it yeah, comes yeah. with sauce on it. I'm seeing a lot of people eat that. You mix it up with like some rice. Sometimes they have like a little, um, it's almost like a heating pouch of sorts that you can use. Like it's like very much giving MRE, like, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, and that's what you do. And it's a lot of that. And then when you're lucky, they'll get to go to a hotel and like cook a meal and they have their little cooking supplies because you're always out. So it's like, oh, a home cooked meal is what they're craving. And I feel like in the reverse, people really just want to like eat junk food. But either way, it obviously gets fucking sick fast. That brings us to the lower tier. Yeah, I don't even know if we should watch. You want to see? Some, you want to yeah. see some videos? Yeah. Okay, I'm I, I'm gonna show you the low tier video. Yeah, show me the camera one that I sent you. Living in well, my car as a 19 year old. No. So it's a 19-year-old who's living in the back of her Toyota. She has just like a regular um, sleeping bag that she's got stretched like out in the back. In the yeah, she's sleeping. She's gotten the trunk seats down so like she can yeah. stick her legs through. And she's, she's doing still, yoga. Yeah, she's filming it van life style. Yes. As if she has this aesthetic life, but really she's she got just it. fully living in her car. No, and she admits immediately she woke up to a fucking ticket. Again, these cops are after you. And cars make you vulnerable to police whether you're living in it or not driving in a car that's how you get fucked all right so she's she got her ticket she gets up she does her yoga now she has like one of those kerosene camping sets she's outside she's She's in like a campground she's making coffee i mean it does look cute but like no dude she's oh and now she's at planet fitness you can tell by those motherfucking purple walls because they have to go and shower there exactly and they have bathrooms and stuff and so here she is and she's showering after she does her workout she's getting her water and now she's ready for her day. Oh my god, yeah. She has a trash can in her in her trunk. It's just like full. She's just she is a homeless person, which is fine, but she's just really acting like she's not. Yeah. So there's your hierarchy. There's the some of the key features of van lifing. And again, sometimes it's a choice, sometimes it is called a choice. And they, it's mm-hmm. a little bit not a choice. It's a coping mechanism. And sometimes it's straight up not a choice. And then sometimes it's homelessness, which we're not including in this. But you usually in the van life, there's always a little bit of like, a like, well, there's an upside. Mm-hmm. It's not just like, wow, I'm grinding to get out of here. The other thing I'll say is if you sleep in your car, it really does start to smell. Like it really, you can tell I'm if someone sure. stays in their car. Like it's like, you can tell. And so. Yeah, if you're eating meals in there. Yeah. And like, yeah, all that fucking tuna. Um. Yeah, that's something that really can't be captured through the TikTok. One thing that I feel like is so glaring, we can't ignore it, but I don't really want to talk about because it's not relevant. But I mean, like it's Abby. like we well, all right. She lived, she died. Yeah, don't go in vans. Don't do it with your boyfriend. But also, if you're gonna do it, I guess uh, document it a lot because that's how people figured stuff yeah, out. Yeah, right. Keep a damn diary. That's right. Um, either way, I feel like. There is something so deep in the core of especially, like, this has got, I mean, all I know is America, so I want to say this is an no, American thing. No, it is American. It's like, it's like the westward expansion. Yes, yes. To be the, 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 the fetish of freedom, the fetish of freedom, <laughs> you know, or just yeah. like what it just, this, what can no, it be? No, it's like the row. It's mm-hmm. like we've built these factories and now we are, okay, honestly, I will say fetishizing. Mm-hmm. We're fetishizing like the the life that we like demolished and killed and genocided away. Yes, exactly. And it's like, oh, wouldn't it be nice if instead of fucking highways, I could just be in this cool desert that I drove all 
through all these highways to be at. Either way, I wanted to highlight Christmas Candles. Christmas Candles is like the perfect like icon of like the American wilderness escapism that has absolutely plagued the 21st century. So much so that apparently now they have to beg people not to go to the magic bus in Alaska because mm-hmm. they have to like evacuate people with a helicopter all the time and it's really expensive. Well, yeah, it's, it's literally like his death site too. It's so depressing. It's his death site. Yeah, because ultimately this guy, it, it, it's like, did you learn nothing? All he had to say in the end was like, that life is worth yeah, life doing is together. Like, life is not worth living alone. Like, mm-hmm. and... All he thought he wanted was to be alone, and it wasn't it. Yeah, that's the perfect but, example of like college educated, like mm-hmm. for a semester, this this life is too stifling. Yes. I have to like bear this cross and kind of like feeling like plagued by sort of by your privilege of just like I want to do good and like things have been handed to me. Although he did have a troubled childhood, but just kind of like this feeling I'm, of like. You know, like, things are just so hard for so many people. And, like, mm-hmm. I don't know where to put that. And, and so I just I, need to get I out. I just have to go But go it's, it like, alone. save yourself? Like, what the fuck? It's kind of a selfish instinct. But whatever. I won't... I mean, I guess I can't judge. It's fight or flight or whatever. But... So I mean, it's the very original. male, which is funny because we've been talking about it, a it, lot of van life girls. That, but it's, it, like... It's a very masculine urge to be, like, man in the nature. Totally. And I feel like that's part of what makes it so exciting for these girls is it does feel, like, sort of feminist edgy. Because it is. Because I would say it's, well, it's not to, I would in danger. not yeah. sleep in a car every night if I could help it. Like, oh, my God, somebody. It's glass windows. They can just break them. Like, no, that's there's nothing really stopping point. it. Like, because there's a lot of videos of people, not just with the van life thing, but also just, like, with girls who are, like, big solo travelers or hikers or whatever like here's how I like do like long backpacking trips as a woman and feel safe and it's like empowering to do something that people say you can and that people say is dangerous but it's like did you maybe think for a second that it sucks and like just because you can do it doesn't mean you should you know literally it's yeah. like oh man it feels so awesome to like get kicked in the balls you know like now I can do it too mm-hmm. now I can like fucking I don't know do it. there's a lot of shit that guys do that I would never want to do they like to you know? box they like to I mean, I'd be scrapping. I I don't know. I mean, like being in a van seems like being punched in the face. By yeah, life. and and but I I think yeah, that's a good point there. Of that, it's this like reclaiming feminist thing of like people say it's too dangerous for me to do this. Mm-hmm. This has been an experience that's been gatekept from me, an upper middle class white woman. Homelessness yes. has been gatekept from me. Yes. Um, they wouldn't I, let me be homeless. People keep I'm trying sheltered. to yeah, take care to of see me. The real world. Um, yeah. yeah, everywhere I go, people say, oh, like, do you need something? Are you lost? And yeah. I say, you know what? Let me be lost. I belong. Let me pee in a bucket. Let me, <laughs> I be you lost, know, but be, I belong. I be lost, but I belong. Hell yeah, that think we cracked the code. Yeah, Chris McCandless died. People forget that. And just kidding. That's the one thing people remember. But I feel like people don't remember it enough. You know, it is too. It's crazy. People either hate him or they love him. And it's like, either way, the bitch is dead. bitch is dead. And he, yeah, well, then it's like, how did he die? Was it really? It doesn't matter. He died at fucking 21. Like, that sucks. And had he fucking studied Very few lessons to be learned. Yeah. Don't leave your mother. Stay home with your mother. No, I think his mom was abusive. 
I think his dad was abusive. I heard his dad was a drunk. Um, I think his mom was just like protecting his dad. I think his sister was supposed to be nice. He sort of was the powder keg of um Totally. I think he it was made maybe it young the movie and sexy. Too. Yeah. yeah. The movie made it sexy. Emil Hirsch. Yeah, for like for all for like the millennials, I think. They were like young enough. The Zillennials. We're well, Zillennials. I know I know well, we're not thirty four and in a van. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> when I'm 34, I better be married with nine kids. I'm going to be in a villa. Um, I'm going to be in my villa of tents. I'm going to be in a catacomb. Yeah, that's right. Well, we'll actually, I forgot. We're actually revealing our future plans, so those were all jokes. Um, we've I've got plans for us, baby. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. They're big plans. We're okay. living good. So did you want to talk about just one final aspect of... Of the van life culture, which is gaming, homelessness, gaming yes. van life. This is van life, but you're doing it for the thrill because these, I, and I kind of respect these people because they oh, acknowledge awesome. this is risk. This is fucking risk. 24 hours, this is enough risk. This is worth making content of. Yeah. And they're not even doing it full time and they still get fucking ads and stuff. Yeah. And they're just doing it for 24 so hours. This is stealth, stealth camping. Stealth camping. It has a name. It's. Um, it's a whole genre of YouTube videos. There's one guy who does it a lot and he'll do it mainly in parking lots of fast food places because those are like the highest risk places. He'll do it in like, I think, apartment parking lots, etc. Um, this YouTuber has mentioned that he has a family in the house, which is so awesome. Yeah. Like, sorry, babe. Yeah. You take care of the kids. Daddy's tonight. not here tonight because he's going into the parking lot and he's not going to get caught for 48 hours. And a lot of people are really excited to see that. <laughs> 48 hours, daddy. Um, but, but he'll bring you back a large fry. So don't worry. <laughs> and it's sweaty t-shirts. Yeah. His bucket. You get to go to soccer tomorrow in his stinky little van. Yeah. He stinked up for 48 hours. Yeah, so it's people, it's this, I've only seen men do it. Um, and they, they are just, it's, yeah, a lot of, a lot of the footage is in night vision. It's mm. like, it's very video game. It's very much like a challenge. And it's all about the, the things that we've spoken about, like these very real dangers, specifically the cops. That's the main enemy in this. So it's like all these things that are, real for for all these people who we could also say that a lot of the van life girlies are playing homelessness as mm-hmm. well yeah but these these guys the stealth campers are like playing it They're on their it in so many xbox words. real life <laughs> um, they are black mirroring it yeah. and they're loving it because it's just really like a game to them and they um just post videos of them like you know ducking down when the cops come i i don't know if i've gotten through a full video because it is pretty boring and also sad (laughs) well the other thing is is like a cop interaction is only as much of a risk as it is based on your situation so if you're just out there right yeah (laughs) you can show it a proof address yeah you're you're like oh sorry i just like whatever at worst i mean yeah i guess a cop could fuck you up a cop could give you a dui and say oh you nodded off in your car or something maybe and probably worst case scenario for these guys who are like suburban white men in 40s. Is that they get sent back home? <laughs> they get sent back home to their, their wives. loving no, wife maybe and four they children. get a ticket at most. Yeah, I mean, I don't think the risk there there's implied risks, but I I I don't think they really care about that. You're right. I think it's just 
a challenge. It's just like Guinness World Record again. Yeah. It's just saying, I'm the person who did this the most. And they just like figured out a way that they would like to do that. And there's that of every category. There's people, mm-hmm. because like, I think the way I found this was suggested through videos of watching people like rate fast food, food review bra. Yeah, it seems related sort of and just that it's very like middle america kind of making fun for yourself in parking lots <laughs> it's like there's not shit else to do there's yeah. no infrastructure it's just you your van and the mcdonald's drive through and like and it's i guess kind of nice to watch just because like in a sort of asmr way or whatever and just like a this guy is just like doing a thing he's just sitting and he's struggling and it's boring and like the dangers are very rare and real but also like really obvious and mm-hmm. easy to duck and like there's just no real goal because it's, it's just not to your sit life. there because it's, it's not, not your life. life it's that's what it is and, it, and that sort of is what separates the tears of these van lifers as well is is it your life life or is it a hat you're trying on i oh think that's God. also what keeps people sort of in it either I'm way i'm just reading this close up you have scary plans for us no it's gonna be super exciting close your eyes okay. i want you to imagine total darkness i'm closing my eyes so i can see it really well i mean as we've discussed in, at length now neither of us have a desire for the road neither no. of us have a desire for the great outdoors that is so 21st century sure. we are living in tw- the 22nd century because we are living We're so t- you're so 2000 and late yeah, exactly, exactly. Boom, boom, pal. Mm-hmm. Um, we will be moving to an undisclosed cave system <laughs> where I'm we will scared. make the greatest church ever Okay. to honor the apocalypse. Above ground is of the past. We are conquering the real estate market of below ground mm-hmm. ahead of the time and wow. we're going to be real estate moguls of your future. We're going to be real estate moguls because we're also going to be mole people. That's right. No need for eyes, I should say. The beauty of this church we're building, the beauty of this catacomb, it's to be felt because we are planning for a future of diggers, of tunnelers, mm-hmm. of a network of ant people, ant, ant people, mold, dirt worm people, people, slurping up worms. Yeah, mm. we're kind of like in the wetness, we're in the dirt, we smell like dirt, but in a kind of like high fashion couture way, con de garçon kind of way, we're mm-hmm. just like really Balenciaga really in the tunnels maybe like our yeah. bodies will morph to kind of fit tunnels so it'll become really Ooh, skinny and long and sort of yeah. tubular we'll yeah. kind of lose lose bone and just be kind of wiggly hear voice from all corners of every mm-hmm, tunnel and yeah. it's like a, it's like a little um we make it like apocalypse, a labyrinth apocalypse, we put a minotaur of sorts oh we're gonna make them yeah we're gonna make our 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 producer into a minotaur yeah <laughs> either way we, um, we we i'm trying to think of what outfits i'm gonna wear underground it's it's a big commitment well outfits don't matter you should think only texture wise because again no sight we're not incorporating light into this mm-hmm. church no light just sight. Um, no sight no light you'd be so lucky to live in this real estate as i said if you're a listener consider yourself extremely lucky this is almost insider trading Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because it's like such a valuable financial insight just imagine all the land above we've already bought and sold the land below (laughs) 
No, that's a different story. What lies below? What Us lies bitch. below? So get a van. Mm-hmm. You know, pop a mattress in there. Get a cat or a we'll fucked sell up your dog. House. Get a van. Hit the road sell because your teeth, sell your plasma. That's right. Do whatever it takes because somewhere in this episode we have hidden a clue to our cave system. <laughs> the coordinates are in Morse code. The first one to find us will be throned mole person king to clarify we're, we're gods. The deities. We're the deities we're the of this church. We're the two-headed, disgusting, but like in a sensual way. You know, will you she find our, our, our treasures that lie below? Yeah. You better you better hurry. Indiana Jones ass bitch. Happy hunting. Bye bye. Love you.